blow a bubble. Okay. This extra is not very good at. Oh. <laughs> Should we talk about last week's episode then this one or just p- pretend like it didn't happen? <laughs> I think it'd be fun to talk about it. All right. You want to debrief before we start? Sure. What do you want to debrief? No, I mean like debrief after the theme song. Okay. And we're keeping all this since you've been chewing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nate's, blo- Nate's stop blowing bubbles. Aggre- do it, ag- wait, do it me, again and I'm punching you. Let me you. Bo- blow my most aggressive bubble. Oh, jeez. It really hurt, actually. That, dude, that was like an elephant. <laughs> We're going to have to really bring that one down on the compression. No, that's the whole point of a compressor is it catches the things. Okay. Listen, you want this to be Tech Talk TV again? <laughs> yeah, I like Tech Talk TV. Stop chewing. Spit your gum out right now. No, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Spit it out. That's a story that I'm not sure if I should talk about on the podcast. I, I will. I'll, I'll talk about it right away. All right, I'll talk about it. All right. <laughs> that sound effect gets me every time. <laughs> and we're back. It's the Baby Station Podcast. It is the only podcast where last time I tried to spit out my gum for a joke and it landed on a chair and I was like, I'll get it later. And then we forgot to get it. And then we talked to the guy who helps us do the podcast and he was like, yeah, I found a piece of gum on my chair. I didn't really know where it came from. Did he actually find it? Did he talk about it? I told him about it. Yeah. And did he say he found a piece of gum on his chair? Yeah. He was like, yeah, I come to think of it. I remember that gum. And I was like, hmm, wonder where this came from. Yeah. We share our, we shared this, well, we don't share it. It's not our office. We use somebody's office to record. Yeah. He gladly and kindly gives it to us to record the podcast. Like so flexible, the greatest guy. Um, he, Nate, I told Nate to spit out his gum. I said, "Yo, spit, spit it out." I said it live on the podcast. We have it in like one of our episodes. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, and you just hear me go, <laughs> and it fall. It like goes on a chair and on the other side of the room. And I was like, "We got to pick that up later." Yeah, and Nate forgot to, so we left knowing that there was a piece <laughs> of gum on the chair. Um, classic. So what we actually do is we bring material, usually news articles, to the table. Here's a catch. I don't know what Nate's bringing to the table, and he doesn't know what I'm bringing to the table. So there's constant surprise. It's a weird world out there, and we firmly believe that there is humor to be found in everything. Mm. Also, <clears throat> don't jump in yet, buddy. I know you're ready. Don't call me buddy. I know. That's really... that's real. I hate when people do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, buddy. How are you? Hey, not quite yet, buddy. All right? Hey, just wait by the door, bud. Yeah. All right? Or I just walking on campus and hearing somebody go, hey, what's up, buddy? It's oh. like, dude, that's like what Will Ferrell says in Get Off the Shed. He's like, hey, buddy, I, I'm going to need you to do me a favor and get off the shed, okay? Yeah, it's like really talking down. Buddy is like bad to me. Um, also, a friendly reminder to rate our podcast five stars, subscribe to our show, and share it with your friends. Don't forget to send article submissions to babystationsubs at gmail.com and support us on Patreon and visit our website at babystation.io. I-O. That's babystation.io. Maybe <laughs> station.io, guys. Oh, there goes all the. Really peeking on the audio there. Hey! That one was fine. Um, but can we debrief? Yeah, so last week we did a little bit of a fun episode. For me, it was fun. We had a guest on For the show. For me, it was not. In the moment, it wasn't. After listening to it, I'm kind of glad we did it because it was funny. Yeah. Things really went off the rails. If you haven't listened to that episode, do it at your own risk. It's, it's a fun time. 
Yeah. Uh, but definitely not the baby station that we know and love. No, no. And by we, I just strictly mean Giuliano and I. Yeah. Um, the I, sh- I was talking to my uncle, who was just starting to listen to the podcast, and he was like, hey, I'm going to listen to your podcast. And he like showed me his phone screen on Spotify, and it said episode 23. And I was like, don't don't start with that one. <laughs> There's so many better ones. Yeah. And it's it's not like last week was bad. It just was not our format. Yeah, it was... It- very much felt like a different podcast or oh, yeah. it felt like a different podcast that we were trying to like force baby station on mm-hmm. and there there was an hour and a half worth of things we had to cut yeah we cut it down to 34 minutes i yeah. think well and it that should speak to just how wild it was because there was like three times as much content as what was in the episode and we extracted some semblance of a cohesive episode out of what was right. p- just chaos and we had like a live audience here too. We had two people who came with our guest and it just like felt much different. Like I yeah. could already tell the vibe was different. But, I mean, it was a great time. And I, I I think that I think Bobby was funny and it was a great a great episode of the podcast, but right. it was just very different. I agree. Don't ever speak Bobby's name on this podcast ever again. His name <laughs> is forbidden. Okay. <laughs> Bobby, since you're listening to this episode, I know you are. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, man. yeah, really. Thank it you. It was a good time. It was. It was really fun. And I do think it was, it, it came to a product that was cohesive enough and funny enough and um, not enough. It was funny, period. And the the dynamic between you and Bobby vibing off each other and me not liking it, I yeah. think provided for some great content. Well, that's why it's unfortunate that we're not a video format because right. the the camera shot of you just sitting there massively upset would have been so funny like yeah yeah you could you could not put a value on that and and the funny thing is is that i invited bobby i know and for context for the podcast listeners i pitch guests to giuliano pretty frequently yeah i'm like what if we had this person on what if we had this person on and usually like the consensus we come to is like yeah well you know let's let's hold off and like let's just see where we're at towards the end of the season or right. like maybe this is not the best time or like he's just not super sold on that person being on the show. But it was just funny that like he was like, no, this is going to be really good. And it was really good, but it was also... It just was not good for me. It was not good for you, that's no. for sure. No. <laughs> I, lo- I love Bobby. He knows that I love him and there's there's nothing wrong with Bobby at all. It's just like he... Except he, everything. Except he Eric Andre does. Uh, I don't know about that. That's what I think. He just made maybe not you, but he just like made me feel like I had no control. I think that that is the funny part. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I was totally expecting for it to not be a normal episode, right. so I was just ready to let it happen. I think you were trying to like keep your hands on the reins, and it was yeah. just slipping through your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I kind of want to start. Okay. Yeah. You want to dive into things here? Yeah. All right. You stupid dumb crackhead. Okay. So. Uh, this one is from HuffPost. Um, university accept peanut butter and... J- yeah? What happened? How does that happen? How do you lose it mid-word? I can't read. How does that, I just don't get how that happens. <sighs> okay, let me try that one more time. Let me let me let me run that one back. <laughs> no. That bit was, <laughs> it was, it was barely funny the first time. It was barely funny the first time. Well, it was funny a second time. <laughs> You're laughing. Okay, here we go. From HuffPost. Hit the play button. Universe. <laughs> what? The, I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> God. 
Episode 23 cursed me! <laughs> yeah, you're so good at English. How is it that every time we're having a conversation, you speak in coherent sentences, and as soon as you try to read text on a page, you just devolve into this caveman gibberish? Okay. <sighs> University accepts peanut butter and jelly as payment for parking tickets. <laughs> Anyone with unpaid parking fines at the University what? of Alaska Anchorage uh, has the option to reduce the cover... Reduce or cover the cost of their tickets with peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> um, now, there is a reason for this, but I want you to guess. Okay. I want you to try and parse this out logically. <laughs> Anchorage, um, Alaska? Yeah. University um, officials say that each person uh, gets... They, they should be getting at least... What's 45 times 2? 90. Well, within a... You know what? Scratch that. I'm not reading this correctly. Why do you think that that's? Why do you think that that's happening? Um, maybe they're saying like, "Hey, we're gonna like donate to a food pantry or something," and I don't know. You give us like thirty cans of PB and J. That cost you probably like sixty or seventy. Sorry, cans of PB and J. Yeah, they give you 30, 20, 30 jugs of PB and J. <laughs> and- <laughs> You just blend it up, or you just put it in a jug. Well, it's a complicated process. It all starts when I when I pick the peanut from the tree, and I crush it up in my blender, and I pour it into my five gallon jug, and I I let it ferment for about a month. Okay, and then how does it taste? It, well, at that point, it it tastes like rancid sludge. But that's only the first step of the peanut butter creation process. The second step is I take a a live pig. Oh, dude, you've done this thing before where you go through a crazy recipe. No, I haven't. Yeah, it was something with like a cow last time. Stop talking about what I've done and stop listening to, or start listening to what I'm doing. Okay, go ahead. So I, I get a new five-gallon jug and I cut open the side in it and I cram the pig into the new jug. And then I pour the rancid sludge that's been fermenting for a month over the live pig. And uh, probably really enjoys that. Actually, it's probably a great experience for him until I put the side of the jug back on. Oh, and and I melt it shut again. And the live pig too. Yeah, and I let that ferment for a month. And I put that. Well, I got to have the sound isolated chamber for that one because it gets a little loud. You talking about (laughs) the pig? Yeah. Jesus. Well, it's part of the the peanut butter creation process. Dude, are you kidding right now? No, I'm not kidding. You're literally talking about grinding up a pig in a jug. I don't grind him up. Are you kidding me? I would never grind him up. Then you're literally suffocating a pig. That's worse. No, no, it's not. It's not suffocation. There's little holes in the top. So how? Why do you need the sound isolation chamber then? <laughs> this is awful. Well, when the pig gets hungry, so you starve out the pig. <laughs> You starve out the pig. Well, because... Because why, Nate? <laughs> the, the pig is not even going to be scrumptious after you starve him out. Well, exactly. That's the whole point is that I don't want a fat pig in my peanut butter. The recipe requires... Why do you need a pig at all in your re- peanut butter? <laughs> the recipe requires a thin pig. Okay? That makes zero sense. I'm just following the recipe. I'm not... I didn't come up with this process. <laughs> 
I'm just following the recipe. <laughs> don't try and don't try and don't get mad at me. Crawl your way out of this no, one. But this wasn't my thing. Like I didn't start doing this. I just I'm just following the recipe. You're talking about starving out a pig on this. That's podcast. what the recipe says. What kind of human are you? It's what the recipe says. So what the, else does the recipe say? Go ahead. Okay. So the whole point is that it's, the pig's pretty skin and bones by the end of it. Jesus. <laughs> and so I take the barrel from the, the five-gallon barrel from the sound isolating chamber and then I use that as fertilizer for the peanut tree. And then I collect that second batch of peanuts that's been fertilized and I put that in like a press with some oil and some butter and stuff like that and then that's my peanut butter. So how long does that take in total? The whole process takes about two months. You grow a tree in two months? No, the tree's already there. Oh. Tree's like a prerequisite. So what do you do to the tree? I missed that. You fertilize, fertilize the tree. So the, there's the first batch of harvest. You mm. you grind it up and blend it and you let it ferment for a month. That's with the pig and then that makes the fertilizer. So to sum this up, you you take peanut butter. Yeah. You just let it sit for a long time. Well, let it sit. It kind of undermines the ferment, whatever. There's a, well, the there's hell. a whole process into getting the fermented peanut juice. It's not uh, like I just. It's not like I just put it in a barrel and let it sit. You know. Okay. So you ferment peanut butter. Yeah. You pour it over a pig. Yeah. You let that pig starve to death. Well, that's putting it harshly. Yeah, I mean, that's putting it like it is. That's telling it exactly like it. I is. ferment the pig. First, you said you were going to suffocate the pig. Then you said I you were never going to starve said, it out. Let the record show. I never said that I was going to suffocate the pig. I never. You're putting words in my mouth there. Okay. I'm sorry, and I hope you could forgive me, but you're talking about starving out a pig. I'm just talking about fermenting a pig to make fertilizer. I don't see what the huge deal here is. Would you do that to a dog? With the, the recipe might. The recipe might call for it. Oh my god. <laughs> We're gonna have to cut all this. <laughs> no, why would we cut this? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's gonna take a long time for episode 23's curse to wear off. I don't see what the big deal here is. Can we change this season's motto to the cursed season? No, that's giving Bobby too much credit. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Um, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> okay, so. Let me try and turn this around. <laughs> oh, boy. Let me try and turn this around. You want to know the real reason why this happens, which you didn't even try to guess? But do they resell it? No. It's uh, they are taking donations for their annual payment tradition to help combat student hunger. Well, that's very nice. Just as nice as starving out a pig, huh? Here's the real question. Would I rather pay $60 for a parking ticket or would I rather have to go to the store and purchase like 30 jars of peanut butter and lug that to whatever campus safety office? Or is it if it's just a jar or two, then that's no brainer. But if it's a substantial amount of jars, then I ain't doing that. I'll just pay the fine at that point. Officials say two 16-ounce jars offer a $10 credit. Okay. How much is the ticket? Uh, 
probably more than $10, I would assume. Three jars offer a $35 credit. Whoa. And five jars offer a $60 credit. <laughs> Wait, that actually makes no sense. So what they're saying is... That makes is, so little sense. What they're saying is you buy four jars, which is most likely <laughs> under $10. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. Continue. Continue. It's not you. It's the concept. Just finish your sentence. Officials say that two 16-ounce jars, which is probably under $10 to buy... Oh, easy, yeah. ...will give you a $10 credit off the ticket. Right. Three jars <laughs> offer a 30... What's so funny? Three jars offer a $35 credit, and five jars offer a $60 credit. So it looks like it's going that up kind of makes, exponentially. It makes no sense. Why... Like... <laughs> You gotta buy five jars at that point, right? No, you you have to. But like, the, imagine if I, if I like was operating like a, an exchange of some sort, and I was like, "All right, you give me you give me five euros, and I'll give you five bucks." All right, but they're one to one to one. But if you give me if you give me six euros, I will give you twenty dollars. And if you give me seven euros, I'll give you forty dollars. But they're obviously they don't care about the money; they care more about the cause. Well, if they which don't, is providing food for students in need, right? Well, if they don't care about the money, then just have two jars be sixty dollars. Well, they're trying to get more, so they're saying, "Listen, if a student <laughs> if a student has a sixty dollar ticket, and they it, it, in order to get out of that ticket, they'd rather buy five jars." Yeah. I'd much rather do that. Well, what they've essentially done is made a parking ticket worthless. Like they they have essentially removed all of their jurisdiction on parking because I disagree. Because what's the like who cares if I get a parking ticket if it's just five cans of peanut butter? Like that's like peanut butter's cheap. Well, then you're helping the cause. Yeah, well, I was going to be helping the cause regardless. I disagree. I I'm just saying five It helped the kind of person who's going to put their car in a spot is probably not the same person who's going to be buying oh, jars. Oh, we're talking about the kind of people who get parking tickets now. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't How know. How do you stereotype a parking ticket? Listen, don't <laughs> yell at me for doing this when you were talking about starving on a pig I, 10 minutes ago. I'm just saying everybody gets a parking ticket. I don't care who you are. Everybody's right. gotten a let's, parking let's ticket. Let's caricature the kind of person who gets a parking <laughs> ticket. Yeah, right. So the kind of person who gets a parking he's the kind of guy who he rolls into class five minutes early, yeah. you know? He takes out his notebook. He's taking notes. You know, he's listening to what the professor has to say. He's writing things down. And Seems he's like a pretty good guy. He's studying his notes later, okay? And he says thank you to the professor on the way out. Or, or he's the kind of person who rolls into class 10 minutes late and falls asleep halfway through and then stumbles along the way out. I say what you're doing now. Or he's the kind of person who just shows up on time, takes some notes, and doesn't really think about it. Or okay. or he's the kind of person who registers for the class but then forgets what day the class is so on the first day they sh- shows up to the wrong classroom. Okay. Or they're the kind of person who doesn't register right, for any enough. classes. That's enough. Okay. okay. You're trying to say that everyone gets parking tickets. Everyone gets Disagree. parking tickets. Never okay. gotten one. You've never gotten one. Interesting. This is the kind of person who gets parking tickets. Well, that's just because hey, you're, you're just... Hey, you just got the stereotype. Now I'm going to. Stereotype yourself. <laughs> this is the kind of person who gets parking tickets. Yeah. Curly, dumb, blonde hair. <laughs> a shirt that has some black splatters on it. Wow. I'm just describing Nate for our listeners who can't see Nate, by the way. 
Yeah, that's the kind of guy who gets a parking ticket. Chewing his gum loudly into the mic, that's the kind of guy who gets a parking ticket. Unbelievable. Jerk. Here's the thing. Just because I'm not a pretentious, stuck-up, goody-two-shoes, little live-in-a-small-unknown-town that's grimy that nobody likes... What's the problem, man? ...doesn't mean... That, you know, I'm going to get a parking ticket, you know? The only reason... <laughs> well, you're going to cry. Just because I live on a street with... I don't live on a street with a dumb name. And just because I don't live on a on a street and one of my professors lives three blocks down the street from me. Is that the only reason that I get a parking ticket? Is the only reason that I get a parking ticket that my middle name sounds like... A- it just sounds like a random word generator got smashed together with like three obsolete countries that nobody knows about. Like they picked three letters and then tacked on a suffix of some sort, like a car or something like that. Just just because my hair doesn't look like somebody opened a janitorial closet and then one of the things fell down from the ceiling onto my head. Is that the reason I got a parking ticket? <laughs> Was was the reason I got a parking ticket? <laughs> Wait, I can't. I can't go there actually. Uh, all these reasons you really that hurt I my got. Feelings. <coughs> you really hurt my feelings. Yeah. You know. Did I get a parking ticket because I'm not in a? a yeah, fine. <laughs> that was that was insensitive of you. Sorry if I hurt your feelings. Yeah, that's not fair. Your turn. <sighs> Only time I got a parking ticket was because I parked. <clears throat> the lot said 9 a.m. to, you know, to like midnight or whatever. This one over here? Yeah, this one over here. And I, I, I like, I knew that. Idiot. But for some reason, I drove in for my 8 a.m. class and I parked in the lot, okay? I parked in the lot and I forgot, okay? Oh, recently? No, this was, this was two years ago. You idiot. But... Okay, so I so I forgot one time, all right? Sue me. There was no one in the parking lot at that time? Yeah, that should have set off warning bells in my head that there was literally nobody. I was like, sweet, got a parking spot. <laughs> in retrospect, I should have known. You should have. Yeah. All right, your turn. All right. All right, so this one um, is from ABC7 WWSB. Wawissaba. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, this is in Las Vegas. Headline Las Vegas firefighters discover illegal gas station at home. <laughs> at home? <laughs> at home. Las wait, wait, Vegas. Say that one more time. That that article that title makes zero sense. Las Vegas firefighters discover illegal gas station at home. <laughs> Las Vegas the fire. Las Vegas firefighters have discovered what officials describe as an illegal homemade gas station in a backyard. They shared images online of a makeshift gas station discovered by firefighters Tuesday. The photo shows two yellow tanks with a gas pump nozzle on the end of a hose. Officials say the hose from the yard was long enough to reach the street for possible curbside (laughs) fill-ups. Police say the station may be part of a trend involving gasoline purchased with stolen credit cards and then deposited into home storage containers. Yeah, but how are you making a profit off of it if you're just l- putting the hose on the side of the road for anybody to fill up when they want? 
I don't think that's the. That's not what happens. I don't think they just lay the hose by the. Is that what it said? No, they just said it was long enough to get to the curb. They didn't say they just leave the hose by the curb. Well, <laughs> this one uh, looks like it's ready to be filled. Oh, there, there it is. Let me grab that. Oh, it looks like we got some, got some takers. How sketched out would you be if you were driving down the street and you just saw a sign that said free gas and there's just a hose like sitting on a chair running behind a house you can't see where it's going. All right, you want to want to act that out? No. Why not? <laughs> we're both in the front seat of a car. <laughs> What's there to act out? I'm, I'm driving. You're the passenger. All right, fine. I'm the oh, look, shoot. Looks like we're running low on gasoline, but we're in the middle of nowhere. Wait, really? by the way, Wait. this is the first time we played ourselves in an improv scene. <laughs> really? Because I just looked at the gas gauge and it said F. I think it's full. Oh, 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 yeah. I have really bad. Uh, I have really bad gas mileage. I'm on, I'm on like point point five miles per gallon. So it's full, but we're almost on empty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, it looks like it's full, but in about five minutes, it's gonna be empty. <laughs> I get point one miles per gallon. <laughs> like as you, as you step on the gas, you watch the nozzle. <laughs> the nozzle goes down to zero as I hit at the gas. You just have to consistently have gas fill up in your car. <laughs> gas fill up. <laughs> no, no, that's my friend. His name is Gas. <laughs> That's my friend. His name is Gas Philip. No, I put him in. No, no, a, don't try to get out of this one. You called Gas Gas Philip. No, no, dude. I have a friend. His name is Gas Philip. I pay him twenty bucks an hour. He sits in the back seat of my car and just continuously fills up gas in my car. Uh, fills it up. How does he have that much gas? He he produces it. He produces gas. He sweats gas. Yeah, dude. Gas Philip sweats gas. That's why his name's Gas Philip. How do you collect the gas? Wait, hold on. Turn it around. Gas Phillips right there. <laughs> hey, what's up? I was filling up the gas in the car. But I'm running low right now, so I think you need to pull over sometime soon. Wait, gas Phillips running low on gas? Yeah, so that means we're really How does that we're really gonna be on empty. He sweats it. How does that happen? He didn't have a lot of water today. <laughs> how big is wait, how big is the gas tank of the car? Uh typical but we get 0.1 miles per gallon so as oh, wait, soon as wait, i okay. hit this gas T- typical gas tank is 15 gallons yeah okay about and we get 0.1 miles to the gallon look we don't have a lot of time for this but go ahead wait so as we press we're the driving gas, as we speak as we wait wait pull over real quick okay <laughs> so as you press the gas pedal the nozzle goes down right yeah so that means you use like a gallon a second sure and yet, with gas Philip in the car, gas Phillips, he doesn't have any gas in him we, right but, now. But as when he's in the car, that enables us to drive for more than like five seconds. Yeah, gas Phillip's great. But so today he, he's an wait, off day. But that means he's sweating like a gallon a minute of gas. Yeah, you know, notice that a I have the heat se- on. A gallon a second of gas. I notice mean. that I have the heat on very high in this car. <laughs> oh, I notice it's on, but but I don't think you're getting how much sweat a gallon a second is. Yeah, see, that's why... That's like his body is just a waterfall. That's why I tell Gas Philip to wear 15 layers <laughs> and also a raincoat. But then the layers absorb the gas. No, no, it's it's a specific uh, layering that takes the gas like a, in, a, in like a sponge and squeezes it out. Also, I keep the heat really high back there in the back seat. Only in the back. Just it doesn't make it Phillip. to the front seat. 
Get, but gas fill up is fine. Don't worry. This is not bad conditions. Gas fill up. How do you feel about that? Well, I <laughs> need water. He's fine. He's fine. I think he's fine. Gas fill up's fine. All right. So let's get going here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh shoot! Look at that! Look at that sign. It says, "Um, it says, wait, are you driving or am I driving?" I'm just doing the engine. I'm I'm in the passenger. Okay, seat. I'm driving. <laughs> I'm so glad we got that add-on for our engine that makes it like sing yeah, harmonize. <laughs> yeah. Okay, see, listen to it again. While 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 my needle goes down, let's listen to it again. Oh, oh, that's when you know when my gas starts sounding like it's speaking in German. That's when you know I'm really close to empty. Oh, look at that sign. Oh, it's just a chair with a hose on it that says free gas. Let's pull over. Sure. All right. Taking out the keys. Jingle, jingle, hmm. jingle. Jingle, jingle. All right, let's get out. Okay, yeah, it's just a hose. What do you All right, I guess we'll put Wait, it in. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Let me spray it. Let's make sure it's gas. You don't you never know. This might be diesel. Sure. Oh, whoa. It's like really brown. Well, let's put it in the gasinator. We have that in the back seat to test if something's really gas or not. Oh, you mean gas Philip? No, no, it's it's a it's a gasinator. We have that in the back seat. Oh, that I'll right grab, next to gas Philip. Yeah, I'll grab it real quick. It's right next to gas Philip. I'll close the door here. Okay. All right. You want it, will you siphon it via your mouth into the gasinator? Oh, that maybe we should have gas Philip do that because he's immune to gas since he sweats it. No, I'll just do it. Yep, it's gas. Oh. Is that is that fine to do? Is that how you siphon gas? You suck it up? Well, you have to like you have to create pressure so that it moves through the hose. Yeah, but you don't do that with your mouth, do you? If you're really desperate, you do it with your mouth. Oof. Yeah. Can't that kill you? Yeah, it's really dangerous. You shouldn't do it. Okay, continue on. All right. Yeah, it's gas. Okay. Yeah, the gasinator says it's gas. Okay. Wait, but you just siphoned it in your mouth and you said it was gas or no, I siphoned it into the gasinator, which read out that it was I, gas. I thought you had a sweet tooth for gas, and you knew that it was gas. <laughs> no, I do love me some gas, though. Okay, should we have gas fill up test it? I, the gasinator is 100% reliable. It's never wrong. I don't know. I never really trust technology. <laughs> it's very accurate. You want to look at the companion app on your phone? Companion app? Yeah, for the gasinator. Oh, it, let me see. It Bluetooths to the gasinator and tells you if it's gas or not. All right, let's see. Um, right. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, no. It's, see, it says it's gas, but again, I'm a little bit hesitant. Sometimes I do this thing with Alexa where I say add go, yo, uh, Gogurt to my grocery list, and it, it puts yogurt on my grocery list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I never know. You know, Then I buy yogurt. <laughs> I buy some I buy some uh, Yo-Play instead of Gogurt. And right, it's right, like, right, right, right. You know, it's not what I wanted. So let me have Gas Philip test it. I only trust him. <laughs> okay. I'm a little suspicious of why you want Gas Philip involved in this so desperately. Because he has, he knows what gas is. I he know. Kn- he well, sweats but, it. But I built the gasinator. I know what gas is too. I don't care. I don't trust you as much as I trust Gas Philip. All right, get him out here. Gas Philip. <laughs> gas Philip. He, he's stepping out of the car now. Oh hey, what's up, Philip? Yeah, what's up? Hey, can you test if this thing is gas? If this hose has gas coming out of it? Uh, how do you um? How do you want me to do that? Can you just drink some of it? Yeah, but isn't that really dangerous or something? I thought you were immune to gas. Yeah, I mean, I 
I sweat gas, but that doesn't mean I can drink gas. Oh, wait, well, really? Then what, did we, then what did we bring you, you out here for? Yeah, gas, gas Philip. I thought that you, if you sweat gas, I thought that means you drink it. No, that's uh, that's really not the case. Common misconception, actually. Well, Gas Philip, can you just try it anyway? I mean, you're pretty. <laughs> you can't mistreat Gas Philip like that. It seems like Gas Philip is in a really unfavorable situation. Why is he even hanging out with us? Well, I, I, I sit in the back of the car and I sweat gas with it. We're paying you, right? Uh, no, I just kind of volunteer. What? You volunteer? Yeah, kind of. I, I just sit in the back seat and I sweat it out. And why do you volunteer with us? Well, my, my, my friend uh, Jules tells you, me to do this. He for tells him. you to do it. Well, that doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like volunteering. <laughs> he he well, tells you to do it. Oh wait, hold on. That doesn't what? sound like volunteering. What do you mean he tells you to do it? Hey, I just he listen. <laughs> don't. Hey, wait. Actually, yeah. Why? Why do you do that? That makes no sense. Hey, That's wait. not volunteering if I don't want to do it. Jules, what do you tell this man to make him sit in the back seat of our car and sweat? I say. Your pay is coming. Like I, I have, I have his pay. I have it all. It's, but if you, if the pay was coming, he would be under the impression that he's yeah, being paid. Yeah, I, I thought it was being paid. Are you saving no, 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 all my wait. money or using it for yourself? Um, I listen. I, I have his money saved up in an account. I, it's just been building up, and I said his payday would How be. How much has been building up? Um, well, how let's, much are you paying him? Let's see here. I get 0.1 miles per gallon. He's sweating a gallon a second. I charge him. <laughs> a fee. I charge. <laughs> I charge him a fee for sitting in my back seat. <laughs> I charge him a f- how actually yeah I charge him a fee with interest. <laughs> That's not how fees work. Uh, for me, it does. As as in the fee increases every month. <laughs> okay. Every month. That's just a variable fee. <laughs> I charge him rent for my back seat, basically. Oh yeah, okay. Even though he's not allowed to stay there the night, he has to go back home. <laughs> and then, how much are you, how much are you paying him? Um, I'm assuming less than the fee. Well, if if <laughs> if I have 0. 0.1 miles per gallon and I get you know a gallon a second going, and then he has to sweat that out, right? Uh, after the charges and everything, <laughs> I I give him about one cent per six hours. <laughs> How many charges are there? Listen, it's not a good living, and I'm starting to realize that right now. You're just starting to realize that, Philip? Yeah, and I'm also starting to realize that I sound a lot like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Philip, I think you really need to get some professional help because it's not good that you didn't recognize that one cent per six hours is not a good deal for you. Yeah, and also sitting in the back seat and sweating it out is not really that comfortable yeah, either. Yeah, it doesn't sound that comfortable. Listen, Jules, I think... I think this is over, and I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna pursue legal action. That seems like a good move, Philip. Yeah, I'm actually an attorney on the side, and I would love to represent you in this case. Well, listen, I think that I, I'm starting to realize what's going on here. Listen, Giuliano. I mean, Jules. Listen, Jules. Does that look like gas to you? Oops. <laughs> That's how I that's it. say and scene. And scene. No. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm starting to realize what's going on here. And um, listen, I think I need to go.
I really do. All right, see you, Philip. Uh, how am I gonna get home? You want to sit in the back seat with us? Uh, yeah, I guess so. All right, cool. Get in. Okay. You want some? Uh, you want some water, Philip, so you can uh, get us going home. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, because we can't get home without you. Uh, actually, Philip, before you get in, I'm gonna need that fee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, hold on. Philip takes out um, Venmo. Yeah. Can I Venmo you? I don't have any cash on me. <laughs> yeah, uh, Venmo me um, at uh, G G Man uh, forty six. Okay. Here you go. You didn't have your Venmo before. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't have it before. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. How much was it this time? Uh, well, with the interest added on, <laughs> it was originally six hundred dollars, and now it's six hundred and. Uh, forty nine dollars. So that that'll go up next month to seven hundred forty nine dollars. <laughs> it was okay. I'm... It's exponential. How is that exponential? It's, it was, shut up. It was originally six hundred. <laughs> okay, here you go. Sent over. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Thanks. All right. Let's go. <laughs> and we drive off. Okay. Into the sunset. And scene. Okay. <sighs> cool. Um. So. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's been a fun time. Getting back to our roots. Yeah, I think it is about that time. (sighs) We'd like to thank Ange for our cover art, the Center for Social Impact, for letting us use their space. If you want to send in your articles, we're now taking in listener submissions, so send them in to babystationsubs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at babystationpod. Support us on Patreon. Check out our website at babystation.io. Share with your family, friends, non-family, buddies, bros, cousins, Socrates. Um, I want to thank the corporate sponsor of the podcast, Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. Thank you for to them for sponsoring this podcast. And for you, our listeners, who we...